0: Hello, this is Saidu Zaman from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 18th of September. A central investigation team reached Kozi-Kode today to study the ongoing Nipah virus outbreak in Kerala. Six cases of the Nipah virus have been detected in the Kozikode district so far, while two people have died, one on August 30th and the other on September 11th. No new cases have been detected for the second consecutive day as of yesterday. Scroll reported that the Department of Animal, Husbandry and Daring sent a four-member team to Cozy to study the outbreak. The team will submit daily reports and advise on the prevention and containment of the disease. According to The Hindu, the central team comprises H.R. Khanna, Joint Commissioner of the National Livestock Mission, Vijay Kumar Teotia, Joint Commissioner of Livestock Health. It also includes one member each from the ICAR National Institute of High Security Diseases, Bhopal, and the Regional Disease Diagnostic Laboratory, Bengaluru. The Kerala administration has declared nine panchayats in the Kozhikode district as containment zones. Although no curfew has been imposed yet, only shops selling essential goods are allowed to operate between 7am and 5pm in these nine containment zones. The Kozikode district administration has advised educational institutions to remain closed and hold online classes until further notice. Listeners, Monu Manesar is currently in custody held for the murder of two men. Here at News Laundry, we've got exclusive footage of Monu and his gang of vigilantes. From an excess of collaborators and informers to police patronage and GPS trackers, our new short film spotlights everything that enables Monu Manesar. Independent filmmakers closely followed Monu and his associates from late 2021 to early 2022 to get this fly-on-the-wall account of his operations. The film is already out for our subscribers. Contribute to our NLCNR project to help the makers and news laundry cover the cost accrued in producing this film. We are able to bring you our reports and analysis only because you've got our back. Subscribe to newslaundry.com and pay to keep news free. Our subscription starts at only nine hundred rupees a quarter. The five-day special session of parliament began today, commencing in the old parliament building. Proceedings will move to the new parliament building from tomorrow. Prime Minister Narendra Modi kicked things off today with an address to the Lok Sabha where he credited the success of G20 summit to the entire nation, saying the success is not of one person alone or a political party. When Congress President Malikarjun Kharge declared that members of the opposition are not allowed to speak in the House in general during the current session, there was verbal anarchy in the Upper House. Rajya Sabha Chairman Jagdeep Dhankar objected, remarking that Kharge had targeted the chair. Three days of the session will be dedicated to the government business, the specifics of which are unknown. The government has said that eight bills, four of which were already mentioned, will be considered during the special session. The centre had already faced a barrage of inquiries about why is it preserving secrecy about the agenda for the session. Several opposition leaders claimed that it demonstrated the centre's lack of faith in parliament. One of the bills discussed during the legislative session sought to establish a selection committee for the appointment of election commissioners. However, according to NDTV, the bill has been taken off the agenda. Floor leaders were informed on Sunday that a measure on the welfare of senior citizens, as well as three related to scheduled caste and scheduled tribes, had been added to the agenda. Opposition groups such as Biju Jantadal and the Bharat Rashtra Samiti have urged the government to introduce legislation to establish quotas for women in legislatures such as the Lok Sabha and state assemblies. On Sunday, the Congress passed a resolution on the matter during its Hyderabad Congress Working Committee meeting. The Supreme Court today refused to entertain a petition filed by Jharkhand CM Hemant Surain asking for a relief against summons by the Enforcement Directorate. Instead, the top court advised Surain to approach the state high court, the Hindu reported. Sorain is currently being investigated by the ED in alleged cases of money laundering in fraudulent land deals in the state. Thirteen people have been arrested so far, including an IAS officer. After receiving his second summons in a row, Sorain had petitioned the Apex Court for relief. Sorain approached the Supreme Court after the Anti-Money Laundering Agency called him to testify on August twenty-fourth in connection with the case. The ED is looking into real estate transactions reportedly involving the land mafia, brokers and bureaucrats accused of faking titles dating back to 1932. In November last year, the Supreme Court denied pleas for a CBI investigation into claims of money laundering and securing an illegal mining lease filed against Soren. Soren, who was questioned in November of last year, had frequently maintained that the BJP was plotting to destabilise his government. The Supreme Court today relieved the three-member SIT responsible for investigating the Lakhimpur Kheri case. In addition, the Haryana High Court judge who monitored the investigation, Justice Rakesh Kumar Jain, has also been relieved of this responsibility. The court said it has already completed its probe and submitted a charge sheet in the trial court, PTI reported. The Lakhimpur incident took place in 2021 during the farmers' protests. On October 3, 2021, a convoy of SUVs belonging to Union Minister Ajay Kumar Mishra rammed into a group of protesting farmers. Four people died after being run over and the ensuing violence resulted in four more casualties. Now, a bench headed by Justice Surya Kant has said that the investigation is over and the trial court has commenced its proceedings. Hence, the SIT has fulfilled its purpose and has been relieved of its responsibilities. SB Shirodkar, Padmaja Johan and Dr. Pratinder Singh were directly recruited IPS officials who served on the SIT. While appointing the members, the Supreme Court was adamant that they had no ties to Uttar Pradesh. It was done in order to avoid any lurking suspicion in respect of the fairness and independence of the investigation. Even though the crime was regarded as ghastly and unfortunate, the Supreme Court decided to grant Mishra interim bail in January 2023. Mishra was ordered by the Supreme Court to leave Uttar Pradesh so that he would not endanger witnesses waiting to testify against him in the murder case. He was also barred from entering or remaining in Uttar Pradesh or Delhi. Taiwan's Defence Ministry asked China today to avoid destructive, unilateral action after observing an uptick in Chinese military exercises near the island, Reuters reported. Taiwan reportedly warned that such behaviour might lead to an escalation in tensions. China had launched more than 100 fighter planes and 9 naval ships into the Taiwan Strait today. Last week, China had sent more than 100 naval ships to the region for manoeuvres, including in critical waters in the South China Sea and off Taiwan's northeastern coast, a regional security official told Reuters. According to Taiwan's Defense Ministry's biennial report this month, China is boosting its air force against Taiwan by permanently deploying new aircraft and drones at expanded air facilities. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes, and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs, and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram